This is Jarvis Hester, the editor-in-chief of Live Free Magazine, where we inspire you to live free in every area of your life, mind, body, and spirit. And this is 53 Years in Counting with Dr. Ron and Norma Hester. And today's episode is how to build trust. So in relationships, when you meet someone, uh, you know, you're meeting that representative at first. So you're meeting someone and they're putting their best foot forward. And over time, they begin to that, that best foot forward, sort of that shell of that, um, that, that representation of that person begins to fall away. And then you begin to really know who they are. And so what would you say are some really important things to do in the beginning of a relationship to establish and build trust? And how important is trust in a relationship? Uh, be true to your word and action. Be true to your word and action. Because down the road, if you're not true to what you're saying and how you're carrying yourself, it will appear. And then that person is going to say, oh, well, you lied to me. And we don't ever want that to be said about one another that you lied to me because we we want to be truthful now there are there are times when something might happen uh, and you, you might have like people say white lies little, little lies there are no little lies a lie is a lie so just be truthful and that's going to be the time to build an earnest and sincere trustful relationship Nora, what would you say I would think that the trust should be primary. It's the ultimate aim. Because if you come off of shady, chances are you probably won't see that person again. Because somehow or another, I think women have an intuition about trust that comes out um, without them knowing. You know, you have to be authentic with that person if you plan or care to have a relationship after that first date. Sharing is important, too. Yeah, as we were talking about this, um, a movie pops in my head. Um, I, I'm going to get you a sucker, where uh, the female um, starts removing uh, artificial parts of her body. <laughs> she starts with her wig and then her eyelashes and her that pops off her yeah. leg. And it's it's funny, but you it's it's really comparable to when you're actually dating someone that you you start to see well, that's not who I thought you were, you know. And so you you need to be authentic because you want that person to authentically love you which means they're loving the the sure. real you you know because yeah. you don't want to reveal something to them later they're like well that's not how you told me you <laughs> yeah so what are some ways other than just being authentic what are some ways that you in communication or um in just a tool that people can use that will aid them in building a foundation on and trust i think one thing is accountability if you are accountable to other people, you have a track record of being accountable in life. And if you want people to, how do you, there's a saying, your name precedes you. Let people talk about you in a positive way rather than you be shady and they not have anything good to say about you. Exactly. And, and also saying is, uh, 
do not let your good, good be evil spoken of. Okay, so uh, this area here is so very important. The trust factor. And if, and if you want somebody to trust you and believe you, just just tell the truth. Take time to make decisions and think before acting too quickly. Because see, a lie can come out so quick. And you can't you can't go and, and get it out of the universe. It's out there, the lie. So think think about when somebody asks you a question, think about what they're asking you and then respond. You can agree to disagree, but have a reason for your disagreement and be clear as to really how truthful this thing is, whatever you're talking about. Your behavior is another thing. If you come out shady and, and uh, sloppy, guess what? That's gonna be chances are what people expect of you. Expect to present yourself authentically truthful and guess what it's going to come across every time that way because if you lie some, somehow enough people are going to find out about the lie and you don't want it to come back to haunt you and that's why it's so very important for a couple when meeting one another and then down the road they decide to get married to seek out premarital counseling now everything is not going to come out but some basic things are going to come out in that counseling session mm-hmm. because it, then that, that person was trying to start finding out oh oh, I didn't know that about you since we've been dating or you know what have you and then you were talking about the, the, the wig and, and what have you and the, and the man probably thought that that was her hair uh, but, but questions that this counselor will have will bring out the true person and that this person will say oh this is definitely the person I, I want to marry uh, that's why it's a little good to be truthful be honorable don't be erratic don't be shady about your actions um, act and don't act superior where you think people need to look up to you be genuine. Yeah. So, um, what year were, were you two married? Sixty nine. Sixty nine. So in sixty nine, you know, there were no, there was no Facebook, no Instagram, no Twitter, no, no TikTok, none of those things that um, are able to connect us socially. So. In this day and age, we have all these mediums to connect and meet people. Uh, what would you say to help relationships in in that, uh, that especially in that formative stage, that beginning stage, to really uh, not allow social media to create uh, issues of mistrust? What would you say? Well, you, you, you're absolutely right because people go on social media to find their their mate okay and and even if you didn't have social media the man and the female always try to put on their best okay to impress that person so now you're on social media and you know you can do anything on social media okay i can send a picture out there looking like billy d uh, <laughs> to to impress this woman but then when you show you know, up when you, when you <laughs> Okay, and then she said, oh, 
I, I thought I was so and so so and so. But again, that's where the the, 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 the truth factor comes in. Just be yourself. Okay? Show your true picture because it's gonna come out sooner or later. Mm-hmm. If you're really attracted to that woman, mm-hmm. just be you. Mm-hmm. And don't be anxious. A lot of times women are looking at their time clock and looking at their friends being married off and looking at blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Be in love with yourself. yourself. Oh, that's what I'm gonna say, yes. Well, you don't have to be so anxious or desperate. The the word of God said be anxious for nothing. Yes. Okay, if you're not anxious, God and Mm. the rest of God, when you least expect it, Mm. God will bring that man to you because he is looking for a good woman. Mm. Exactly. That's 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 good right there. Again, that's that's his instruction. A man find a good woman, Mm. not a woman find a man. Mm. Yeah. Okay, and and also think of, think of yourself as, uh, as a gem, a jewel, and that you're just not going to meet a man at a bar, and then the next second you you go going to bed with him, take him to your apartment, you go to bed. Oh, no, 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 no. If you want somebody to to respect you. Uh, value yourself. Value yourself. So the first step right there is loving yourself, and yeah. then respecting and valuing yourself preparing yourself for that mate so that that mate can then love you authentically because you love yourself. Exactly, exactly. So the woman needs to know the word of God. The woman needs to know that God said a man will find a woman. So what she needs to be doing is say, thank you, Father, Mm. for the man that you have already ordained for me. Yes. For me. Because the creator of the universe created that man for you. Exactly. Already. He's already created. Because he's already at the end. He's already created that man. for. He knows how to get him to you. Exactly. Which means, order my steps, oh Lord. Yeah. So therefore, now when that woman, when women see that, Mm. that man... Will because the man is there. He's he he gonna knock on her door one day, okay? Uh, and don't be impatient. Mm. Just trust God that God's gonna send that that man. Mm-hmm. And once that start happening, now you can minister to other women, mm. and they can stop he calling goes. men dogs. You gotta be responsible too. Yeah. In this in this relationship, see, it's always that. Man ain't nothing nothing but dogs and blah, blah, blah. That's all they want is to go to bed and blah, 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 blah. But you give yourself open. You open yourself up for them to go to bed. They don't have a gun to your head. So in a biblical example is... um um, uh, Abraham and Sarah, like th- she allowed the anxiety of this promise that was made to her that she's going to have a, a son to take it out of God's hands and put yeah. it in hers and make her will uh, be be manifest in the earth. And if we look at that, we we have to understand that when you trust God, that defeats the enemy and because the enemy is trying to get you anxious is trying to get you worried about stuff that's not your concern because if you trust god for everything you're going to trust that god's going to get you what you need when you need it so that means that okay god i trust you i know that i want this and i know you know i want it so i'm going to rest in you i'm going to trust in you i'm not going to get in your way i'm going to step back and rest in the peace of god that you're working all things out for my good 
Yes, yes. And see, it's a trick of the enemy when the woman get over to my biological clock is ticking. Sarah was 90 years old before she had a child. And I'm not saying the women, there ain't nobody going to be 90 years old today. But in, in God, God can do anything he wants. Anything to. he wants. But wait on the Lord to send that man mm-hmm. to you. And God is always on time. Mm-hmm. And your clock will be on time. Mm-hmm. So don't just stop looking at appearance sake and what man has said. Mm-hmm. Now you could be 50 years old and have a child and deliver him just like if you was 20. What, what's because the reference, Bible? Go ahead. ahead. Those the Bible reference. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength, mount upon wings as eagles. What, what, what's, so, so when you wait, God's, God, that's an act of faith. It's it's saying, God, exactly. I trust you that you have exactly. everything under control. Exactly. If you trust Him for one thing, you got to trust, trust Him for everything. 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 Mm. And this and this uh, thing about waiting a couple of months or ninety days or what have you, that don't wait for. Because a man will wait 90 days and still get you, and you're still the one that's going to be the loser. Mm-hmm. And you will be hurt. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Let it, let, wait on God. Wait on God to send you the right person, the right man, and it will last. And then divorce and separation will never be an option. Yes. Never be an option. So in this act of trusting God and waiting on God, it builds your confidence that he hears your prayer and that he's answering your prayer and that that helps you to trust the man that he's prepared for you. Yeah. Correct. Exactly. What would you say to that? Exactly. So, exactly. so life is really all about a learning lesson. It's all about teaching you and preparing you for what God has for you. Exactly. It's a process. And, and, and going back to, I think, Reverend Hester was saying that mm. a woman's body was created by God. She took a rib from the man and became woman. So, so, so God gave each one of them the, the, uh, what they needed to be able to uh, complement one another. She came on, on the scene to be his helpmate. Okay, so women need to uh, posture himself to be the help meet and allow the spirit of God to work this situation out and not take it out of God's hand and cause it to, to just 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 mess up. Because see, that's, a, that's of the world. See, what man has done has perverted sex. Sex is good to God because he created it. Yeah. He created it for a purpose, not only for to have children, but he created so man and woman can have uh, uh, awesome satisfaction between the two of them. And that's why um, sex out of marriage is wrong, because that's why he calls it adultery and fornication, because when you come together, you become one. And when that woman go out and have sex with a man, a man go out and have sex with a woman, they're taking on other spirits and they don't realize it. So that's why it's so very important to trust and wait on God. So let's speak to that real quick because we haven't touched on that through, during these episodes. Is um, When you connect your body with another, it's a soul tie. How do... How, how would a person who has... Um, lived a life in, in fornication, um, let's, let's say, woman or men, 
they've lived their life in fornication. They've been watching pornography, uh, masturbation. Uh, how do they renew their mind and cleanse their spirit to prepare themselves to be married? First, you make the sacrifice. You commit your life to God. And in doing that, in sincerity, God knows. You can tell him whatever, but he knows your heart. So when you genuinely commit whatever sin you've done to him, he said, I will throw it as far as mm. the east is from the west, never to meet up again. The only way he remembers that sin is when you remind him. So you go forth being forgiven, walking anew as a new creature, and God will honor that as you honor him. Exactly. And to, to know that you are a new creation in Christ Jesus now, and that the Spirit of God, again, in Romans 8, 14, those who are led by the Spirit, we must be led by the Spirit. And I, and I, and I, and I know, and I can say that, that sex is good, but let it be the godly sex and not the manly sex. Okay, uh, and all these things will be good. So uh, the Bible says that um, prayer, uh, some things only come by prayer and fasting. What, what, how can you apply that to uh, the situation as far as purification of your spirit and your, your body? Be led by the Spirit of God. Yeah. Hear from God. He will direct you to the life that's productive as well as fruitful in him. The word of God said, in him we live and move and have our being, so let it be so. Exactly. And in, the, in, the, and in uh, Philippians uh, 6, uh, starting with the 18 verse, it says, praying always with all prayer mm. and supplication in the spirit mm. and watching there unto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Now, for me, that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. It's the Spirit of God that's going to open your mouth. All you have to do is open your mouth, and the Holy Spirit will give the utterance. Let's speak to that. Uh, as far as uh, praying in the Spirit, what does, what does that mean for, our, for some of our um, audience that may not know what praying in the Spirit, what does that mean to them? We, what, Understand what happened in in Acts when when uh, when they were told to go to Jerusalem and and wait for the Holy Spirit to come on the scene because Jesus had done what he was supposed to do. Now, based on the triune, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, now it's on the Holy Spirit to come on the scene and and do what he's supposed to do and that's and that's in uh john where it talks about the 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 comforter uh here it is uh in, in john 14 uh 17 even the spirit uh and i will pray the father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth, 
whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he will dwell with you and shall be in you. And in the 26th verse it says, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things. So so now as you you, you train and, and, and praying, we, we talked about, in, in Acts, it talks about uh, when the uh, uh, the spirit that they were waiting on in Acts, in Acts 2, uh, in the upper room, uh, and in Acts 2, it says, uh, but you shall receive power as that of the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witness unto both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria, and uh, they waited for the Spirit, and the Spirit came upon them, and they were all speaking another language that people couldn't understand. And and that language is, they call it speaking in other tongues, speaking in tongues, where the devil don't know what you're saying, but you are speaking in a language that is only is for you and God. Mm. Now, some people say it don't take all that. It don't take all that speaking in tongues. And uh, why do I have to do all that? Well, if you want to live a successful supernatural life here on earth, it takes all that. Because why? Because the manual says it takes all that. And the manual is the Bible. Now, if you, if you want to continue to live like you've been living and don't want a successful life a supernatural life in Christ Jesus you go ahead on and do what you want to do and you're going to continue to experience failure there is no failure in Christ Jesus just do what the manual tell you to do and even in, in speaking in tongues it's an act of submission and faith yes yes and, and, and people might say, well, how, how, how do you do that? You just surrender and let the Spirit of God speak through you. Mm-hmm. It's the Holy Spirit that's going to speak through you and give you the utterness. Mm-hmm. Okay? You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't uh, go to school to speak in tongues. You don't read a book to learn how to speak in tongues. It's a spiritual thing. See, we 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 supposed to be operating in spirit and truth, but most Christians are operating in the natural, and the enemy know that, and that's how he destroys them. Because see, this is a this is uh, in, in Ephesians it talks about uh, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, flesh and blood but against what against principalities. Okay. Uh, uh, in uh, Ephesians 6 uh, 12 for we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principality against powers against the rules of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places it's the enemy that comes to do what in John 10 10 he comes to steal kill and destroy yes. kill steal and destroy and how does he do that he comes in any way he can see that you're vulnerable and he can push your butt through drugs, alcohol, uh, fornication, adultery, lying, cheating, 
and there's a number of things in the Bible where it addresses that it don't please God. We must always be wanting to to please God, and that's in Hebrews 11, 11, 6, where it says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So he said, if you come to me, I'm going to reward you. The devil not going to reward you. He going to only bring evil stuff to you, to trick you, to deceive you, to lie to you. And it only feels good for that moment. That God, God's feel good is everlasting. Exactly. Everlasting. Now, uh, Nora, what would you say to, to that statement about it don't take all of that praying in tongues and running around the church and shouting and screaming? What would you say to that? What I would say to that is to be fulfilled in Christ Jesus is to be his vessel. And whatever way he wants to use you, nothing is too small and nothing is too great. Yeah. Disobey. Yeah, he tells you to, if he tells, and, and see, uh, when you're running around the church, make sure it's the spirit of God. Amen. Okay, and, and, and not another spirit. And I'm not judging anybody, but make sure it's the spirit of God that tells you to run in that, in that church or that building. So uh, in the Bible, David, we talked about, uh, well, the Bible talks about David. Uh, he's he, a man after God's heart. He praised God with uh, instruments and he uh, danced out of his clothes. And he, Bob, the Bible gives us examples of how we can uh, worship and praise God. And so um, it, it really, it's, it's about um, really surrendering our will for what he wants in that moment. And the, we were created to pray is praise and worship God. Our we were the angels, they don't have a choice. They have to praise God. We yeah. were created because God wanted willing participants to worship and praise God. And so we were created to worship God and and to worship him in spirit and in truth, which means Back to that topic we were talking about earlier, being authentic, being real, being transparent. And I think that it's so essential to living uh, the best life that you can live on earth as being authentically you. Uh, that means being transparent and, and not hiding, uh, but just really... Not, sh- being ashamed. not being ashamed. Exactly. But, the, but the, let me share this with the, the audience. <laughs> That's why Satan hates you. See, Satan is no respecter of person. He hates everybody. I don't care if you're black, blue, or red. He hates all of mankind. Why? Because God gave mankind the ability to do what he did, Mm -hmm. to praise and worship God. Mm -hmm. He lost that ability to do that Mm -hmm. because he wanted to be God. So now we have the privilege of praising and worshiping him and believe in what he said. See, Satan didn't believe what God said. He didn't believe in the power that God had to destroy him. But he gave us the ability. He gave us what we need to worship and praise him. And that's what we should do every day and obey him. Just obey him. And even even in our relationships, God can get the glory out of our lives through healthy relationships. Because God is a God of relationships. Yes. 
Just do what his son did and look where he sits. Well, in the last few moments of our episode, share with us just a final thought that you'd like to share with our audience about uh, the importance of building lasting trust. What would you say? Being um, of God, being directed by God is the ultimate attempt to please him, a desire to please him. Yeah. A um, quest to please him. Yes. 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 I would say that I would say the same. And uh, and all this is is about faith. We have to have faith in God that what He told us, He going to make it happen. Amen. All right. This is Jarvis Hester, the editor in chief of Live Free Magazine, where we inspire you to live free in every area of your life. And this has been 53 years and counting with Dr. Ron and Norma Hester. You can check them out online at www.livefreemagazine.org. Uh, ask them some questions. They, they'll be happy to uh, share their advice and their counsel, as well as shoot them an email. Uh, if you have any more detailed questions, you maybe want to have them to come to your church or do a, a, a workshop with your group, your business group. You can do that by emailing them on their page. Go on to www.livefreemagazine.org, pull down the podcast tab, and right down there you'll see 53 years and counting. Click on that and you'll find all that information there. Thank you guys. We'll stay tuned. We'll see you next time.